Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your favorite quarterback hater, Robert Mathis, and you're listening to the For the Culture Podcast. This is the For the Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Diamond, with my man, Jason Spears. In the sixth round, the Colts trade back from 206 with the New Orleans Saints to 218, and they get an additional seventh round pick. So they move back 12 spots. They get the 229th pick in the seventh round from the New Orleans Saints and with the 218th pick in the sixth round of the 2021 draft, the Indianapolis Colts select Sam Ellinger, quarterback, Texas. Definitely did not see the Colts going quarterback before tackle in this draft or quarterback before receiver in this draft as the Colts go with Sam Ellinger in the sixth round. So what is this? It's competition for Jacob Eason. Does this mean Eason's off the roster? No, I don't think so. I think it means that these two guys are going to go out and they're going to compete for that job. Obviously, Carson Wentz is your starter. I do not see us carrying three quarterbacks. So I think this is competition. We did hear on the For the Culture podcast, sources can confirm that the Colts were interested in Alex Smith prior to his retirement. So the Colts were in the market for either a backup with Alex Smith, it would have been a veteran backup coming in who would probably have beaten out Eason for the job. But here you have an equal to Eason. You have two guys that have never played a down in the National Football League. Eason has the leg up in terms of a year of experience in the Reich offense, a year of experience of NFL practices, a year under Phillip Rivers to learn and absorb as much as humanly possible from Rivers and Jacoby Brissett, who's a pro's pro, played with Tom Brady, played with Andrew Luck. You could definitely pick his brain as well. But this is competition for the backup quarterback. It's not a job that we're just going to give away. We're not just going to give the job to Curtis Painter. We're not just going to give the job to Brian Hoyer. You're going to have to go out there. You're going to have to earn. You're going to have to compete for this job as Ballard has preached that up and down this roster. Even the backup quarterback, you're not just going to get it handed to you. So I don't think this is like, okay, goodbye, Eason. I think this is competition. Nothing more, nothing less. Just a good, hard-fought battle. Eason hasn't even played a preseason game yet, so these two guys will both go into the preseason for the first time ever seeing a live defense in the National Football League, and they'll battle it out as the Colts go quarterback in the sixth round with the 218th pick, Sam Ellinger, quarterback out of Texas. Yeah, Ellinger is a 180-degree turn from from Eason. Uh, he's a much better leader. He can move around a lot better. There's just there's so much uh, about this kid that screams Frank Reich to me. We'll get into the the pros and the cons. Obviously, there's a lot to on both sides of the ledger, but I actually like this pick. A lot of people hate it. They feel like it's a wasted pick. I don't because I feel like you really have to pr- – like you put these two guys against each other and let them fight it out. Like this isn't about Carson Wentz. This is about the backup quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, and we want the best possible backup So and the guy that fits our offense the best. So I have no problem with this pick. I, I like this kid. I like his makeup. He's a very, very intense player a very good leader, got a lot of intangibles that you can't teach. These are things that Jacob Eason, you know, they they were things that people talked about him not having. So, you know, like that he wasn't a great leader and that he wasn't strong in the, in the huddle with his voice. And he, I mean, it sounds stupid, but those things are important. And so this is going to be fun, man. These two guys are going to go at it and the best guy's going to win. I have zero, like people were telling me this is a terrible pick. It's an F pick. It's all this and that. I disagree. I think this is a smart move by Ballard because he wants to see what Jacob Eason's made of and he wants to see what Sam Ellinger's made of because this is what makes teams good. 
It, it doesn't matter who you are. If you've got competition to get that spot, you're going to have to raise your game. If there was nobody there challenging him, then the Eason would, you know, he'd have to be self-motivated. Well, now he doesn't have to worry about it because if he doesn't play well or he doesn't play hard or he doesn't, you know, come in and do what he's supposed to do, Sam Ellinger will, will outwork him and take his job. That is for sure. So I like this pick. I'm not going to ridicule it. I think it was smart by Ballard. It was clearly somebody that both he and Reich really liked. I'm with it, man. Let's let's roll. Yeah, and I definitely don't think it's a throwaway pick. I saw that on Twitter. A lot of people saying it's a throwaway pick. Backup no. quarterback's a huge part of a team. If you miss a game, or hell, our starting quarterback, just to show how important the backup quarterback is, our starting quarterback right now in 2017 got hurt, and his backup won a Super Bowl with our head coach as the offensive coordinator. So they obviously value backup quarterbacks. And hell, our head coach was a backup quarterback himself and won a playoff game, a historic playoff game, as a backup quarterback to a Hall of Fame quarterback. So it's a position. And we saw it last year or two years ago now, if you go back to 2019, when Brian Hoyer was our backup. The Steeler game was, I thought he played well in the Steeler game, whatever. You lose that game on the road. We haven't won there in a billion years. You're going to lose that game with Jacoby, with Hoyer, whatever. But then that next week against Miami, and not a good Miami team like last year that almost made the playoffs, a Miami team that I think was 1-7 at the time. And we lost that game at home because Brian Hoyer was incapable of doing anything in that game. So backup quarterback is important. This will be a battle for the backup quarterback spot. Carson Wentz does have an injury history. If he were to go down for even just, say, a game, that game, as we saw last year, one game could be the difference between making and missing the playoffs. So backup quarterback, extremely important. Now you have a guy to compete with Eason. The job, in my opinion right now, I would say is up in the air. I don't think this means Eason's gone, but I also don't think it means Eason's automatically going to be the backup quarterback heading into the 2021 season as we take a look at Sam Ellinger's pros and cons. Well, first of all, one of the things he's going to have over Eason is he's got way more experience. Four-year starter at Texas playing at a major conference like that, very productive, 94 touchdowns, 27 interceptions. That's a nice ratio. Dude also ran for 33 touchdowns. So he's very athletic as far as getting out of the pocket, be able to make things happen with his legs. Tough kid who loves the game, has all the intangibles and leadership you look for in a quarterback. He's just a hard-nosed guy lunch pail guy comes and he's and he, he he'll fight you i mean he's a fighter uh, i like this i just love this kid i love the pick i think it's going to be so interesting to see how this works out but getting back into the positives he's a dual threat as a quarterback he's a powerful runner good on design running play so i think you could see frank reich you know have packages for him where he's doing and he can actually you know he's more of a th- passer i think than jacoby was so you could have him and, and you know, sub packages and doing all kinds of things like Taysom Hill. Who knows? I mean, who knows what he's got in store, but he's pretty athletic. He has a uh, solid anticipation and touch. He's really good when he gets outside of the pocket. He can make plays with his legs. You know, he can make throws on the run. And that's really where he's at his best when he breaks contain and, and he gets out there and either either takes off or throws on the run that's that's where he's at his best now the drawbacks to this kid and this is kind of you know this this is throwing water on him a little bit you know some cold water on the pick but he's a slow processor which is kind of the thing i thought 
same issue Eason kind of had as far as I saw. Inconsistent accuracy. He's accurate sometimes. There's other times, like especially on long balls, he's not accurate at all. Uh, his arm's not very strong. But in this offense, I don't think that matters all that much. Struggles to make tight window throws. That's similar to Jacoby that we had. So that wouldn't be a complete you know, difference. Uh, and he holds the ball too long. Some of these things, I think holding the ball too long, you know, and I, don't, I think that can be coached out of him. I think the accuracy can be improved. I think the processing can be improved. Obviously, the arm is what it is, but I don't think he has a strong arm in this offense. And I know Frank Reich loves this kid. And honestly, truth be told, Luke, I think this guy's the better option to run this offense. I mean, he's athletic. He can move around. He's not very big. That's another drawback. I think he's only 6'1 or 6'2. So he's not very tall, but he's got the experience. He's seen a lot of different things. I, I just think his athletic ability gives you a little bit of an extra dimension that Jacob Eason doesn't give you. So I am excited to see this kid play for us. I'm excited to see what he can do in this offense. I'm excited to see both of them play. I mean, Christ, we haven't seen Jacob Eason do anything we since when? Yeah. 2019? No, I'm saying since No, I know. I'm saying, yeah, well, we talk so much about him. Like, you hear so much about him. Because it's been a year since we drafted him, so there's been a lot of chatter, of course, especially amongst the fans and the media. Like, Ballard's always answering questions about him, but we haven't seen anything. And right, too, we just we haven't seen anything. He was there for practice, but we've yet to see him play a game. Even a preseason game, we've yet to see him play a game. So when they start, I think Easton has a big head start in terms of being in the system for a year, being with Reich for a year, and being able to pick Rivers' brain, like I said before, I think that's invaluable. And no matter what happens, when Eason, if let's say Eason loses this job and goes out and becomes a free agent, he'll take that with him. And that's something that Ellinger is just not going to have. He never had that opportunity to sit behind a Hall of Fame quarterback and be able to get to learn from him. And also, to be fair, because you said it before about the leadership thing, and that was definitely a knock on Eason coming out of Washington. That may have changed because he got to spend a year behind two great leaders, not just one in Rivers, but two in Jacoby because of all the problems we had with Jacoby as a quarterback, like physical things that he couldn't do anything about, he was a hell of a leader. So maybe Eason is completely changed in that regard, and now he is a great leader. We just don't know. And as a third-string practice team, like he was on the 53-man roster, but he was really the scout team quarterback last year that was taking up a roster spot. You can't really lead from that position. You know what I mean? So just to be fair to him, and also one more thing I want to say before I throw it back to you. Sam Ellinger, at least on his ESPN profile he's 6'3 225 so that's not small it's not like Peyton Manning prototypical size but it's also not Drew Brees small it's somewhere in between right right yeah all I was going to really say was this is just going to make for the probably the most interesting preseason we've ever had Uh, I mean I honestly I'm excited to see preseason games just to see these guys play so It'll be a it'll be a different kind of year for us because I think when's Jason, when's the last time that's true? All three quarterbacks. We have three quarterbacks right now in this quarterback room, two drafted, one traded for, and none of them have ever played a game for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I don't think you'll see Wentz much, but I do you'll you'll see him a little, but I I think the main snaps will be these these two guys, which I'm excited to see. Uh, I don't know how many games it is. Because we added a week of the regular season now with the 17th week, and that eliminated just one preseason game, right? So I think three. 
Okay. Well, whatever the case, I'm happy to, I'll be happy to see preseason football again. I think, yep. Because I think it, it helps young players. I really do. And I think it'll help both the, it'll help the Colts find out, okay, we've seen it in practice. You gotta, you gotta, it's gotta be on the, on the field. And that's what I'm excited about. No question. And that's why I like the pick. That's why I like the pick. I'm not again, like people are losing their minds over this pick. And I'm just like, why? You yep. just want to hand it to Jacob Eason? Like, what has he done to earn just having the job handed to him? Yeah. Like, I like the kid. I you, do. You I, know what a I waste like kid, is? But... A waste is the Houston Texans, who should have been drafting third overall, not picking in the first round, then third overall in the second round, which would have been, what, 35th overall, not picking in the second round, both those picks going to Miami Dolphins. And then when they finally got on the board, when they finally were on the clock, 67th overall after 66 picks, in the third round of the draft, finally getting their first pick after making the trade or signing Tyrod Taylor. So they get Tyrod oh, yeah. Taylor. He's going to be their starter if Deshaun Watson doesn't come back with all the off-the-field stuff he has going on right now and demanding a trade and wanting out. So they go quarterback in the third round when they're going to be picking top three next year and possibly number one next year. And now they just took a quarterback in the third round who probably won't even see the field this year because it's going to be either Watson or it's going to be Tyrod Taylor. So that made absolutely no sense. That made no sense. Not what the Colts did, what the Texans did after not having picks in the first two rounds. They essentially did not pick for the first time until the 90s in the fourth round. Yeah, and this is an extra pick anyway. You know, like this is a this is a back end six round pick, right? Yep. So I mean, that's different than yeah. a third round pick. So. And we traded back, so we got yeah. another seventh. Well, yeah, we initially had the we initially had uh, what two hundred six. Yeah, so we, we moved traded. back twelve spots, and we yeah. pick up the two twenty nine in the seventh round. Right. So it's not as much draft capital. As far as I mean, the, the Texans are. Let's just say this: the Texans are an absolute train wreck. So that 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 makes sense to me. But <laughs> just to wrap this up, I think I think this kid is he's he's going to be the type of guy that I think you can put sub packages in for him. And I think he's the type of guy that's really going to push Eason. If Eason wins this job, I'll say this: if Eason wins the backup job, he will have earned this because this kid's coming to compete. He's a tough kid. Everybody loves his attitude. Everybody loves the way he plays. He leaves it out all all out of the field. All his teammates love him. He's well thought of. He's going to bring it. So Easton's going to have to come to play too. So it's going to be a fun matchup, man. Fun. I mean, two guys making each other better, and hopefully the best man will win. Yep, that's what it's all about. Competition, competition, competition. Or as Chuck Pagano would say, competes. You got competes in you. Does Jacob Easton <laughs> and does Sam Ellinger have competes in them as they compete? For the backup quarterback spot in Indianapolis, it should be fun and gives us something to watch in the preseason. We have three quarterbacks that will be putting on their Colt uniform for the first time. Two guys who will be battling for a roster spot on the 53-man because even if they like both guys, I don't see them carrying three quarterbacks into the season no. so we got two picks left jason we got a receiver in the seventh and we also have a guard slash tackle a swing guy in the seventh round so those will be the final two picks and that'll be next time that's my man jason spears i'm your host luke diamond guys keep it locked on the for the culture podcast for more player profiles and more draft content as we keep this thing rolling right here on the for the culture podcast